Welcome to the Meet Me in Isaiah podcast, where you will meet people who have met Jesus in Isaiah today. Hey there, it's Marnie Clark, your host of Meet Me in Isaiah, and today we have a very special guest, my daughter, Ashley Brooke. She is here with me today, and not under the best of circumstances. No, not really. <laughs> She's a little under the weather. Um, so, but no COVID, yay. Um, yay. It's just just a bad cold. But regardless, we are here. Um, so mm-hmm. it's raining outside. So why not? Why not do a podcast, right? Yes. So perfect day for a podcast. Perfect day for a podcast. <laughs> so. Um, so my daughter Ashley Brick is fourteen. And um, all of you parents know out there that you just want to bottle up any time you can spend with your 14-year-old. So I'm grateful to be here with you today. Yes. (laughs) So basically what we did is I just asked her, I said, would you tell me a verse in Isaiah or verses that you really like, that mean a lot to you, and we can talk about it. So hence the name of our podcast, Meet Me in Isaiah. (laughs) We're meeting, um, and also we're always wanting to meet Jesus and Isaiah, pull out passages that talk about um, prophecies about him or just about his character. So, um, and I, you know, you may know this already from being on our blog or hearing the trailer or the intro to our show, but Isaiah 53 so perfectly describes um, who Jesus is, what he did for us, and so, but there are many other places in Isaiah that do the same. So, Ashley Brooke, what um, what verses in Isaiah are some that really mean a lot to you? Personally, I love verses, um, so chapter 11, verses 1 through 4. I really enjoy those. Um, Why don't you read those? Okay. So, it starts off with, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy, and with justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I really, you know, there again, it's obviously, it's a prophecy of, of the Messiah that God had promised his people. Um, and it talks about a shoot will come from the stem of Jesse. And obviously, um, David, King David was the son of Jesse. And I, we can see in the New Testament that Jesus came from the line of David. So another way that we are just so amazed by how all of this was written 700 years before Jesus came to earth. And yet here it is. So, um, and there are many other verses we can talk about with that as far as the branch. Um, Zechariah 3 um, is one I would certainly check out. We'll put that in the, in the show notes. But So, Ashley Brooks, so tell me why those verses stand out to you. So, personally, I love these verses because as humans and even as Christians, we can be so judgmental. I feel like that's one of the sins that's the most difficult to overcome, but... Jesus was not judgmental, and 
I feel like one thing, um, you'll have to, like, give your input on this, but I feel like as people, like, whenever we think of other people, like, even if we don't know them that well, we kind of think of things that they did. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm talking to my friends or if I'm talking to my mom, like, I'll be like, if they bring up a person, I'll be like, oh, that's the person who did this thing or that's right. the person who said this thing. Mm-hmm. But the really cool thing is, is that Jesus does not do that with us. Jesus just sees us as image bearers and he doesn't judge us, but he loves us with unconditional love. Okay, so when you say the word image bearer, for our audience, I know that's a word that um, that we, you and I both know. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be an image so bearer? So to be an image bearer just shows that we are made in the image of God. Whenever God created us, he made us to reflect his light and to try to just reflect him to the world, um, like in Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. He says that we are made in the image of God unlike the other creatures of the earth. Wow. So when Jesus was here on earth, obviously he treated the people who he came in contact with as image bearers. He treated them with respect and um, did not judge judge them. So there again, a beautiful, a beautiful prophecy in, in Isaiah. And I always like to bring in the New Testament side just to, to see it come to life. So um, we were talking beforehand about um, about these verses. And there was a, a story in the New Testament that came to mind, um, John 4, where Jesus has a conversation with um, the woman at the well. If you're familiar with the Gospels and with some of those stories, um, Ashley Brooke, do you would you like to speak to that um, with John yes. four? Yes. So in John four, whenever um, Jesus came across the woman in the well, would you like to read me, or would you like for me to read that? Or yeah, which part? Like I know you know it's kind of we probably won't read the whole chapter, but everyone may want to go back to John four. Um, where, but do you want to go ahead and read the verses that you want to? bring out okay so um one particular part that i would like to bring out is verse 17 where Mm -hmm. she replied i have no husband and by the way this is the woman at the well who jesus came across and um jesus said to her you are right when you say you have no husband the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband what you have just said is quite true. So as you can see, there is a difference between passing judgment on someone and making true statements. So mm-hmm. it is true she didn't um, have a husband. Um, she's, a, she's had five of them. Those are true statements. But as you can see, Jesus did not condemn her for that. And if you go down to verse 27, it says, Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? So in their culture, it was very strange for a man to approach a woman and talk to her kind of as his equal. And so as you can see, the disciples were very surprised that he was talking with her. But they didn't like ask why he was talking (laughs) with her because... Out of respect, maybe. I guess out of respect. But uh, I think they kind of knew like... Jesus has a pattern of not passing judgment on people <laughs> and treating everyone as equal or even treating them as um, people almost like 
above him, like, he's the servant king. He treats people right. very well. Yeah, so. like, when he washed the disciples' uh-huh. feet. And he was he was always doing things in a way that was shocking to yes. the disciples. And um, if I'm really reading scripture, of course, um, I've, well, I've been a Christian for a very long time. Went to a Christian school. Read, have read a lot of scripture, have memorized a lot of scripture, but if I'm really reading it and really like reading it for what it says and feeling like I'm there picturing what's going on, um, it is kind of shocking, um, some of the things that he did and some of the things that Jesus said and, and the way he treated other people. And, and if I'm taking a hard look at my own life, um, I don't, I don't do that. I don't. I don't act the way he does. And so um, we were talking also beforehand in John 4 um, about what happened, like the way he treated her and then the result of that. So like what did did she do? What did the woman at the well do when she did not feel judged? When she did not feel judged, the woman went, it says in verse 28, then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? So, oh, you can go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. So, I think this just shows how, um, like, just kindness to people almost reflects Uh Jesus. So, I feel like sometimes kindness is the best evangelism. Mm -hmm. Just being kind and non-judgmental and loving people as Jesus loved us. Yeah, and that's one thing that is really apparent in this passage to me. Had the woman at the well felt judged, had she felt that Jesus was looking down on her or was angry with her or had disregarded her as someone as unimportant or unworthy to be part of um, the kingdom of God, she would not have gone out in that way. It was almost like she was like, he told me everything I did in a sense of, it's not like, oh, he knew. He knew I had five husbands. I want to go crawl in a hole and hide because here the Messiah knows this. She was going, oh my goodness, like he knows this and you've got to meet him. And so, um, so then to me, this is so connected you know, just a few verses down after the disciples are like, you know, confused and wondering why he's talking to a woman. Jesus, this is in verse 34. Let's see. First, I'll go to verse 35 in John 4. He, Jesus says, do you not say there are yet four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields that they are white for harvest. Um, and so to me, when I read that, I'm like, Jesus is saying, Hey, there are people who are ready to receive me. There are people who want to hear the gospel. They want to hear that their sins are forgiven. All they have to do is receive Jesus into their lives, follow him. And so to me, that's so connected. It was like, don't you see there are people who really want me Mm -hmm. and I don't know about you, but I feel like before I talk to somebody about the Bible, Christianity, my relationship with with Jesus, I feel like I'm kind of, 
I don't know what the word would be is. I guess it would be judging. In my mind, I'm trying to just go, would they like this? Would they care? It's not as much of, are they unworthy to hear it? Because I think I do feel like everyone, none of us are worthy. And I want everyone to hear the gospel. But I think I kind of judge whether or not people actually want to hear. Yeah, I agree with you. So sometimes, like, I feel like there's something we all need to get better with. Me especially, like... It's very intimidating to share the gospel with someone because it can feel so personal when they reject you because since the Holy Spirit is inside of us as Christians, mm-hmm. whenever they reject the Holy Spirit, it feels like they're rejecting you personally as a person. I never really thought about it like that. Because since yeah. we are image bearers, since they reject Jesus, it kind of feels like they're rejecting us, which is makes sharing the gospel so intimidating. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. Um, that is so true, and that's... That's part of just, you know, and, and the Bible says, or Jesus says, if anyone wants to come after me, you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. And that, for me, is one of the most difficult things is to feel, and it's just my personality, partially, um, it's human nature, but the not wanting to be rejected, the not wanting someone to look at me like I'm stupid, um, but then that's making it all about me. So I guess that's where the deny yourself comes in. Um, so when we were talking about all that, about how Jesus um, was so accepting, was so willing to share share the good news with everyone, regardless of, um, you know, the, <laughs> the Samaritan woman. She was a Samaritan and she was a woman. Um, it made me think about, of course, the chapter that we talk so much about in this Meet Me and Isaiah podcast, the Meet Me and Isaiah blog, Isaiah 53. And I'm just going to read, um, you know, he, obviously Jesus did stand in our place and although he was not judgmental in, in, of others, those who were judging judged him and then the reason that we can we cannot be that Jesus does not judge us in the way that we judge other people is because he took that judgment on himself um obviously it's not that we just don't judge others because everything's okay you know it's not okay the things that we do or other people do um but Jesus took that on himself and so Isaiah 53 um I'm going to, I could read the whole thing. It's just so beautiful. But um, I'll get to verse 3. It's talking about the Messiah to come. It says, He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and well acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised and we did not esteem him. So it's like obviously he was judged People rejected him. Um, And then you go to verse 4. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Um, Verse 5. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastising for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. Um... And so it's just it's so amazing that he he didn't judge, yet everyone judged him, and all of God's judgment fell on him. But that really frees us up 
not only to not judge others, but what do you think? I feel like to not feel judged. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and another reason why I, like, really love this passage, like, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like, with how we're worried about being judged. Like, I feel like almost being judged by others, I feel like for my mom and I's personality types <laughs> is almost worse than, like, death itself, sort of. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to what Jesus had to endure because he had mm. to endure God's judgment, which it shows, like, kind of in Scripture how that was the hardest part for him was yeah. to not feel loved and to not, no. I mean, and if you think about that, he endured that already. So we know that God loves us. We know that God would never judge us, and that's all because of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that out. I didn't think about that aspect of it because that that was when Jesus was so upset was when um, God turned his face from him on the cross. When he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that was that moment when the judgment, God's judgment fell on him. Other people were judging him, and then at the same time, God's judgment fell on him. And that was what really mattered to him, obviously, was his father. Um, but then obviously there's good news because his, um, that's all good news for us. But obviously for him, um, he rose from the dead, and now he shares all of that life, that's where the good news comes in, the gospel, that we get to be partakers of him with um, all of his inheritance because yeah. he he did rise from the grave. I just, I just love, like, all the parallels between Jesus and what happens in our lives because as soon as we accept God as our Savior, we rise from the dead. Mm -hmm. We get his perfect life, like, almost exchanged for our per like our not perfect life mm -hmm. and so whenever Jesus rose from the dead like the judgment was taken away and he was free and that's just how it is with us like God's judgment is taken away from us whenever we take Jesus as our savior mm. that's so good I mean that just that is so good for me the difficult part of all that is actually living into that like I know it and I just keep praying God please help me to know it in my heart so that I don't judge myself and judge other people thank you so much Ashley Brooke this was so thank fun. you for having me it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> um yes that was pretty awesome so we just appreciate you listening and stay tuned we're gonna have others meet us in this meet me in Isaiah conversation Thank you so much for listening today. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and check out our website, meetmeinisaiah.com so you can join the Meet Me in Isaiah movement.